0: Hello everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Abba's Word podcast. It's amazing again another great time to share the word of God and it's been a while that I've been on here but hey, I'm back again by the grace of God and to be more consistent this time. Um, a lot of reformation has been going like a lot of reformation has been going back as we're going on Abba's Word um kind of make a new website kind of just a different thing lots of things are coming our way and i'm excited to you know share what i've been working on for a while right for a while now although i'm not sharing it today you'll just relax and (laughs) just chill and when it's going to come out just watch out for it because it's going to be big yeah it's going to be big by the grace of god but thank you all so much for how you've listened to previous episodes how you've waited how you've prayed how you, you know, uh, supported in whatever way you can. Lots of people reached out to me asking me, oh, when, when is episode going to come back? When is the next episode coming? How most of the episodes have blessed them. And I just thank God for that, because that's definitely not me. That's all God. I can't give myself any credit because I never, you know, I never did anything. It's just basically all God. But thank you all so, so much for all the support so far. For listening to previous episodes but staying consistent and i've seen that lots of people even outside outside where i stay right now outside of the us are also listening and tuning in and i'm just so grateful to god that the word of god is spreading the gospel of christ is touching hearts and touching souls and god has been talking to me about you know coming back and you know doing what i'm what, what he has called me to do which is this podcast and i haven't been as consistent as i want to be Yes, I know I'm someone that, that can be so busy, but always remember that no matter how busy you are, you should never leave your place of purpose. Never leave your place of duty or your duty post that God has assigned you or God has, or God has told you or called you to be. Always, always stay there. Always remain there. There should, no, there should not be any day or an excuse why you leave your duty post so that when Jesus comes, he will still find you in your duty folks to doing exactly what he wants you to do and obeying walking listening trusting and most of all having faith and looking onto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith okay i know you all haven't heard my soundboard or in class or anything but it's okay i can just do some editing after well i'm excited to be recording this this recording was definitely impromptu and guess what i have my mic on and i have my headphones and i have everything so yeah it was impromptu but thankfully i'm home and i can definitely make this sound better for everyone listening so i'm so excited about that and i'm excited to you know talk to you guys one more thing from time to time now i'll be inviting some guests to be on the show uh and on, on some episodes I will definitely put I might put it on on the on Abba's Word Instagram page or am I not it might just be a surprise but always watch out for next our future episodes with other people um, in there with me and it's going to be amazing and I just pray that the Lord will help us to be more consistent and to always put in person every single thing we do alright okay let's get down to the main juice and the main food for today. So today was kind of inspired by inspired by the Holy Spirit as usual. There's no two ways about it. If you are waiting for me to start saying all these deep things. I'm not saying all these deep things. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit and there's no two ways about it. That's just it. So um, I was just like, I was just talking to a friend uh, earlier and I just realized and I remembered what the Holy Spirit was was just telling me one time that God is for us, that God is for you, like can you tell yourself God is for me, like say it so loud for the enemy to hear it, God is for Ruth, say your name, God is for whoever, God is for your family, God is for your life, God is for everything, but God can only be for you if you are for him. And what does that mean? If you've definitely given your life life to jesus if you're walking in his ways if you can say you are a child of god and not just a child of god by mouth but a child of god by walking in his ways by doing what jesus did by you know just obeying his commandments allowing him to direct your steps allowing him to be the lord of your life so i'm here to just tell you this good news that hey if you're a child of god you've accepted jesus into your heart And you're walking with him daily, pursuing him, pursuing his heart, wanting what he wants and staying away from what he doesn't want or or what he doesn't like. Hey, God is for you. It might feel like things are not going the way you want it to go, but God is for you. If God is for you, who can be against you? Literally, no one, no one on planet Earth can be against you. Nobody can ever, 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 ever deem it fit to be against you, you know? And... When people say, oh my God, I don't even know if God loves me right now. I don't even know if I'm still, you know, in his heart. There are lots of people that cry to God every single day and he hears them. He knows your name. He knows their names also. He has never ever mistaken your name for someone else's or mistaken someone else's name for your name. While growing up, I have um, four siblings. Four biological, three biological siblings and two unbiological siblings. And I just, okay, we're all six in total, family of eight, right? And I have two older sisters. I'm the youngest, by the way. Shout out to every every, um, <laughs> every um, last child of the family. Shout out to you all. We are the best, right? Okay, well, so back to the story. My voice and that of my sisters, we all kind of sound alike. We all kind of sound alike. I sound like my two older sisters and they kinda of sound like me. Let's yeah, I'm that's how we sound most times. And sometimes we kinda of like trick our mom and they're like, okay, that's when I was still back home and whenever my mom is on the phone and she calls my older sister and I pick it up, she doesn't even recognize that it's not my older sister talking, it is me. And she calls me by my older sister's name and I'm like, oh wow, mommy, I got you. It wasn't my older sister, it's me. <laughs> It's like, wow, why do you all sound alike? But isn't isn't it, isn't it amazing that God has never ever done that to us before? And God literally knows who calls on Him, and God literally knows your name as a child of God. He knows your name. He knows your name. And even if you're a child of God and you're this, and you're, even if you're not a child of God and you're listening to me right now, God still knows your name. And Having that understanding that God knows your name should literally bring us to repentance. That even this God that you are not following, I'm talking to those that have not made Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior right now. If you've not made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, He still knows your name. And that's the more reason why He is inviting you to come, to come and know Him so that He can be for you. If you're not living your life the way the, the way the Lord wants you to live it, you are definitely not for God. You are against Him. And God is against those that are against Him. But when you are for God, is also for you. It's also for you. It's also for you. You know, just come think about it. How can someone that died for you, someone that decided to carry the cross someone that decided to you know stay on the cross and let the nails pierce through his palms let the nails pierce through his feet let the let the the thorn on his head pierce through his skull and you say that is not for you how can the one that died for you be against you that's not possible i think what has affected our generation and the present Christians or even humans at large are not believing the one and only true God is that they think God is like humans. They think God is human. I think we have, to, we have to just forget the fact that he is God by himself. He is not human. He was not made. So he definitely cannot be human. Anything that human has made definitely will make mistakes. Look at AI, just look at AI and you know robots, things like that. They definitely have mistakes. Robots are basic robots basically report what humans have put in it. Whatever a robot cannot report, it means that humans did not put it in there. But God doesn't work that way. God is not is not is not is not a human. He's definitely all oh God all oh God by Himself. He doesn't need anyone to make him more God or less God he is just God and that's who he is nothing more nothing less he never acts like humans he can never mistake your voice for someone else so how will you say someone that died on the cross for you someone that went to the grave for you someone that died for your sins someone that took up the cross took up the sin of this world the scripture makes us understand that he bore the sins of this world he became sin. he became sin. Although we knew no sin, although it was sinless, it was pure in all sense. But because of us, it became sin. It took upon himself our sins, our shame, our weaknesses, every single thing, our thorns. So think about it. How can someone who died for you be against you? It can never. We need to remind ourselves daily that God is for us. God is not against us even if situations don't look palatable even if it doesn't look the way you want it to look at that moment you need to remind yourself God is for me he's making all grace abound to me and he has made all grace abound to me he's working out everything for my good he's working out everything for my good I don't want you to get carried away as a Christian soldier as a Christian soldier that because you don't see persecutions you don't see um, uh, you know backlashes in this present day and age compared to the time of Paul compared to the time of Peter compared to the time of Stephen when you don't see all of this backlash and compared to the time of Jesus when you don't see all those backlash and everything you're like oh, okay yeah my Christian walk is going well it means God is for me and then when the backlash begins to come when the persecution begins to come they're like i'm not sure if god is still for me who told you who deceived you that walking with jesus literally means a life without worries or a life without backlash or a life where oh everyone likes you oh you're everyone's friend everyone loves you this and that no a life with jesus when you're walking with jesus you'll definitely receive backlash you'll definitely be persecuted You'll definitely be gossiped about, you'll be talked about, you'll be, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be mocked in different ways. You'll be mocked in different ways, like how Jesus was mocked. I feel like we've already seen this, you know, um, our walk with God or Christianity as something that is just, oh, a bed full of roses, no issues, you know, peace all around, there's no problem. No! Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. That's why the Lord made us understand in the scriptures, that it says that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Meaning we are in this world who definitely go through trials and temptations and persecutions. Let me tell you, once a child of God has decided to follow Jesus as as their Lord, and to accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior that child of God from that day that the child of God professes Jesus as Lord and Savior that child of God has become a threat to the enemy that child of God has become a threat to the kingdom of darkness and then the enemy begins to hunt the enemy begins to target the enemy begins to you know fight tooth and nail and then he begins to ask yourself is God still for me when why am I going through all of these issues have you forgotten what happened to the three Hebrews have you forgotten when they decided not to bow not to bow to the to the idol that Nebuchadnezzar has set up have you forgotten that they still decided to enter the the flames of fire that was seven times hotter and they still said even if do you have the even if faith even if my lord our lord god will not deliver us from this fire we will not still bow to your god but most of us as christians today when things begin to become when things begin to look so tough when persecutions begin to come because we we don't have the even if faith because we don't want to get persecuted because we don't want to be hated by people and be loved by god we have decided to bow because we don't want to hurt people's feelings we have decided to you know water down this the gospel we have decided to preach watered down messages we have decided to only talk about the blessings of God only the hand of God and not the fullness of God we have decided to keep short keep our mouth shut from the truth it's not supposed to be that way if you begin to keep your mouth shut from the truth as a child of God it means that you are now against God and you are not for God it means that you are now in the world and you are now of the world instead of being in the world and not of the world God doesn't want us to live our lives this way we should know that persecutions are normal as a child of God we you 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 should know that they are normal just like how you when you're you've not eaten for the whole day and you feel tired definitely that's normal because your body doesn't have what it needs so as a child of god even when you face persecutions that's why the scripture makes us understand in isaiah it says that when you pass through the waters they will not overwhelm you when you pass through the fire it will not burn you what if the Lord wants you to pass through that persecution so as bring glory to his name and so forth so that all the nations of the earth will worship him have you forgotten what happened to the three Hebrews again back to that story Jesus was there in the fire with them the king looked at the fire the king said I put I thought we're throwing three people into the fire how am I seeing a fourth person and the king said this fourth person is looking like he's looking like the son of god he's looking like it's looking like the lord how did the king know that that was the lord that was a revelation that the king wouldn't have gotten the king wouldn't have gotten that revelation if the children if those hebrews n- did not decide to take upon to take that persecution that he, that, that the king was putting on them most times the persecution you face is for God to glorify himself and bring more people to him things don't have to go the way you think or the way or the way you please before it brings glory to God remember that your thoughts are not the thoughts of God remember the way God thinks is not the way you think the scripture says that my thoughts are higher than your thoughts my ways are higher than your ways so when you think that God will come through in in this way You watch him come through in that way, in another way entirely. If 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 our ways are God's ways, then what makes him God? If God thinks like us, then why is he God? What does it mean for, for something to be God? It literally means that that thing possesses more power than you. Now, God is not a thing. God is bigger than anything that he has made. So if you say, if you say that Jesus is your Lord and he is your savior, it means that he he does not think like you. His ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You can never sit and say, I can be in control of my life. Well, if you can be in control of your life, why are you still in the mess that you are in right now? why are you still in the situation that you're in right now if you have control over things you know there's this statement that the world, that people make like lots of people are like you know the things that you can't control you you let them go and the things and control the things you can we always want to be in control but we'll never let the controller take control of our lives why the things you can't control is what you should give to the controller who which is jesus When you try to be in control of your life, then you are not for God. You are against Him. But dear soldier of Christ, I just came to encourage you today that God is not against you. Like I said earlier, how can the person that died for you be against you? How can the person that died for you be against you? He would have decided to, you know, come down from the cross and said okay i'm not i'm not dying for these people again they mocked him even on the cross they said if you are really the son of god save yourself jesus would have decided to come down but he looked at you he looked at you he looked at you esther he looked at you philip he looked at you maybe he looked at you thomas whoever you are he looked at you And he said, I can't can't come down from this cross because I am for you. I am for you and not against you. He has not forgotten you. He has given you all that you need for life and godliness. The question is, have you given him all that you have? Have you laid down your life? The scripture says that whoever tries to keep his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will definitely gain it at the end of the day. Jesus should be your all-in-all. All. When it feels like things are not going the way you want, and and it's like God is far away, that's when He's even closer than you think. A captain of the ship never leaves a, never leaves the place where there is where you control the ship. Whenever there is like a turbulence that's when the captain is mostly there and people in the ship might be like people that are not in the same place where the captain is at that moment might be like why is this ship you know trying to capsize? why is it doing this what's the captain doing isn't he there i don't think the captain is there i don't think the captain is there even though the ship won't be looking this way as a child of god because jesus is in you you've accepted Jesus to be your lord and savior not just your savior because there are lots of people that accept Jesus to be their savior but not their lord yes you go about saying yes i've accepted Jesus he's my savior he saved me but your life doesn't look like a life that has been saved that's why it says lord and savior not savior and lord lord first and then savior because a person who god who has made jesus their lord will surely live their life showing that jesus is their savior so there is no way that jesus can be your savior and not be your lord that's why it says lord and savior it didn't say lord or savior if it's lord or savior that means you get to choose but lord and savior that's exactly what it is it is it is like that you cannot change it you cannot have one without the other so, Jesus has to be your, the Lord of your life. What does it mean to be Lord? Literally, to be in control. To be in control of your life. That's what it means. So, back to the story of the sheep and people in the sheep, and the sheep is, you know, kept, trying to capsize and things like that. Jesus is in the sheep of your life. As a child of God, he is. So, when he's in the room, when he's in the control room, and it feels like your ship is capsiding, relax. It's not capsiding. The Lord is in the control room. The Lord is in the control room. It might not look like it, but that's where trust comes in. Trust comes in. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and they will direct your path. Lean not on your own understanding. Your understanding will tell you, I don't think God is here. Your understanding will tell you, I don't think, I don't think God is for me. That's when we walk by faith and not by sight. You don't walk by what you're seeing around you. You walk by what the Spirit of God is saying. You walk by what the Word of God is saying that's how you walk on this narrow path walk by faith in God this way is narrow not everyone goes through this gate the scripture says that there is a way that seems that seems right but the end thereof is destruction there are two gates, the wide gate and the narrow gate and Jesus is asking for you to choose the narrow gate leads to eternal life. The broad gate, the broad gate leads to hell. It leads to condemnation. It leads to a place of sorrow and grief. But that's why Jesus came. If Jesus hadn't come, honestly, everyone will only go through the broad gate because that's the only gate that literally means there's no choice it's either that gate or that gate (laughs) yeah it's either that gate or that gate it's either the broad gate or the broad gate still the same thing but now Jesus has come to give us life and life abundantly he has come so that none of us will perish the scripture says that he's not willing for anyone to perish But for everyone to come to repentance, that is how much Jesus loves you. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he cherishes you. That's how much he is seeking and wanting a relationship with you. It's not wanting religion. Lots of us have lived our lives in religion, just going to church on Sundays and attending Bible studies on Wednesdays. That's what we do. we think oh yeah i went to church on sunday i attended bible study on wednesday check check my week should be good come on no no he wants a relationship some of you listening to me are probably in a relationship right now you get upset when your significant other doesn't even call you just for a day or text you or even if they explain that they are so busy some of you are still like you're so busy At least just say hi. I mean, it wouldn't even even take like two seconds to say hi. Just hi. Right? (laughs) Sometimes we get so upset when our significant other doesn't even check on us or say anything. Right? That's how God wants to be with us. He wants to be our significant other. He wants to be in a relationship with us where he will show you things where he will help you and teach you how to take authority in Christ Jesus where he will help you and teach you how to, how to bring down the schemes of the enemy over your life the enemy has played with your life for too long it's time to stand up and take your stand in Christ Jesus it's time to tell that voice that tells you every single time that God is not for you or that um, I, I don't think God is still in my circle. I don't think God still loves me. You fully you you know so well that Jesus loves you. Do not base your do not base your your um your relationship with Jesus on on your physical circumstance. No, that's not how it works. Jesus is still there. He still loves you. He still wants you. He still wants you to to open your heart and accept him. He still wants you to know him fully. And he's inviting you to this banquet. It's a banquet. He's inviting you to come and join him. He's inviting you to be a royal priesthood. If you're struggling with identity, you do not know your identity. But that's why he's inviting you. So you can be a royal priesthood. So you can be a holy nation, so you can be called, so you can be called, so you can be chosen, so you can be appointed for every good work, so you can be seated with him in every places in Christ Jesus. So you can be granted the seat of honor, so you can be seated at the right hand of Jesus above principalities and above powers god is for you dear christian soldier god is for you he's not against you again how can the one that died for you be against you he loves you he's with you is for you he has strengthened you for a time as this he has strengthened you for a time as this he has strengthened you for a time as this For this present hour so stand up and take your place in the kingdom stand up stand take your place in the kingdom stand don't sit anymore stand the enemy has played with you long enough stand stand take your place in the place of prayer take your place in the place of studying the word of God take your place In the place of worship take your place take your place take your place get up get up and be the light get up and speak to the enemy as though you are seeing him face to face get up and bring down strongholds he has appointed you to be a mother of nations he has appointed you to be a prophet unto nations the scripture says and the hand of the Lord is upon me and he has called me and he has anointed me to bring freedom to the captives to preach the good news to the poor and to deliver from the prison those that were bound that is who God has called you to be dear Christian soldier cannot be a chicken when God has made you an eagle if you notice the chickens the chickens can fly But just for even when they fly they don't fly so high like to uh to like to the top of a building they don't fly literally really really so high but if you look at the ego the ego that bird flies that bird flies. it soars and that's what god wants us to be he wants us to be to be an ego he wants you to soar He wants you to spread your wings and fly. To fly in the place of prayer. To fly in the place of intercession. To fly in the place of living for Him. That's what He wants you to do. Don't be a chicken when God has called you to be an eagle. Take your place. Stand. Take your place. Take your place. You can only take your place if Jesus... If you've given Jesus the chance to take his place in your heart. You can't give what you don't have. As exciting as that you know. sounded. Take your place. Take your place. You know. God is reminding us again. You definitely cannot take your place. If you've not given Jesus a chance to take his place in your life. Let Jesus take his place in your life. And then you can take your place. You can take your place. Allow him. Open your heart. Open your heart. Open your mind. Open your soul. Don't be deceived by the enemy. There's a voice that will tell you, if you allow Jesus into your heart right now, you're going to miss out on on parting. You're going to miss out on fun. You know, there was a time the Holy Spirit was telling me something. It was like, we need to make sure that what we call freedom is not bondage make sure that the freedom you are in right now is not a bondage make sure that the partying the drinking the smoking the drugs the porn the masturbation the pornography the pornography the 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 feeling to be heard to be known to be wanted is not is not is not a bondage hope is not a bondage. what you call freedom I'm free to do whatever I like. I have freedom. I'm free to say whatever I like. I'm free to act however I please. Make sure that's not a bondage because those are bondages. Those are strongholds. Parting won't get you anywhere. The scripture says, What will it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? Today that you hear his voice, do not harden your heart do not harden your hearts and i know that this is a word for someone because i can i can feel it i can sense it the holy spirit confirms things to me when i know it's a word from someone something goes on on my inside and i'm feeling the same thing right now it's a word for someone don't harden your heart you hear his voice today don't harden your heart. he says behold i stand knocking at the door of your heart I stand knocking and I pray that you make the decision to let him in fully not 50-50 not 50% still enjoying the things of the world and 50% you know still saying you are with God no you are not (laughs) that's what the enemy tries to you know make people think that oh yeah you can still do all of these things and you can still follow Jesus No. Have you ever seen (laughs) this is going to be a very very funny example but have you ever seen um someone who has a white pair a white mom and um, an african-american dad or um, parents from two different parts of the world like different continents let's say for example a white dad and an african-american mom do you ever see that child coming black and white if that makes sense like half of the body of the child is white and the other half of the body of the child is black or oh, african-american have you have you seen that before exactly you cannot be black and white at the same time you need to choose one you need to choose one you definitely can't have both you need to choose one it's either you're in the sea it's either, either you are you are in the sea or you are in the ship You can't be here and there together. You are not. You are not omnipresent. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. (laughs) But yeah, you need to choose one. So don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. You either allow Jesus to be the Lord of your life. And you allow him to walk fully on your inside. And you let him be Lord for the rest of your life. Or you allow the enemy be the Lord of your life. You allow the enemy. Either you allow that allow the enemy be the lord of your life and you face condemnation or you allow jesus be the lord, lord of your lord of your life and you know what real love means and you have eternal life eternal life and you have eternal life so choose whom choose the day whom you serve will you be there or will you be here will you be in jesus team or on jesus team or will you be in the devil's team Remember, if God is for you, no one can be against you. If you flip it the other way around, if God is not for you, everything can be against you. Every single thing. Call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. John 3, 16, the popular verse that we all know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son That whosoever, whoever believes, believes, believes in him, should not perish. Literally, should not. Meaning there's no way you can perish when you believe in Jesus, but have everlasting life. Now, who are those that perish? Those that don't believe. Those that don't accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. Who are those who have everlasting life? that are those that have believed there's that eternal life waiting eternal life in Christ eternal life in Christ even when you're going through the crisis in life you know that Jesus Jesus is there like he was with the Hebrews in the fire he never left them you know the Hebrews actually Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they came out of the fire without their hair being burnt their clothes were not burnt nothing they came out they came out so they came out beautiful they came out like nothing even happened and the king and the king was like wait i thought they were in the fire nothing was burnt what what that doesn't even make sense huh (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I'm just, I'm just having, I, I, have, I have, I have like so much joy right now, and that's because Christ is in me. That's why I have it's like much joy, and even if I haven't recorded in a while, I just have just so much joy in me. Yeah, that was what happened. They, they came out of the fire looking, looking great. <sighs> Honestly, nothing was burnt, and i was and I, I just, I sit back and I ask myself today that wait, if I were to be alive, if I were to have existed at that time, what would I have done? Like, what would I have done? Because most times we, whenever we read the Bible, whenever we read the Holy Bible, we look at the children of Israel, you know, how they, how they were so disobedient, how they did this, how they did that. We are so quick to, you know, judge them and say, <laughs> what are these people doing? Haven't you seen what God has done for you? That's because we are reading it. Supposing we were there at that moment, honestly, I don't think we would have acted differently because lots of us are still acting like the children of Israel till today. A lot of us, a lot. Don't deny it. Don't don't say no, don't lie, don't lie, do not lie. Remember you're a child of God, don't lie, you have. (laughs) And I have once before, I definitely have, before Christ found me so i wonder what i would have done have you ever asked yourself like take a just take a minute to ask yourself what would i have done like moment when jesus came down on earth and he was um with people he was talking would i have been part of the pharisees and teachers of the law would i or would i have been a disciple would i have even believed would I, like, if it was right there and no one was really believing? Like, would I? Ask yourself that. So before you go ahead and, um, and you know, start talking about teachers of the law in the Bible and everything, God wants you to learn from them. It's not, it's not, the Bible, the Holy Bible isn't there for us to, you know, backlash them. It's basically to see their mistakes and for us not to make such mistakes and to guide us. The Bible is basically like our GPS. No one ever, you know, you know, just starts to drive and they're like, I don't know where I'm going, I'm just driving. I mean, that's why there's a GPS, yeah? Thank God for, te- thank God for technology. But that's what the Bible, you know, is right now. We are our GPS, the Holy Spirit. You read, read the Word of God and let the Word of God direct you. And be the lamp onto your feet and the light onto your path. Okay? okay i think that's all i have for today it's been an amazing time with you guys i can't wait to you know bring some of my other friends and my brothers and sisters in christ to join me on my next episodes and future ones like it's going to be such an interactive session and i'm, I'm going to be more um more consistent by the grace of God. You all, please, yo, please pray for me because this is what God has led me to do—the podcast—and it's. I enjoy doing this. I really love doing this, but I have to be more and more disciplined with how I spend my time and everything. I feel like I'm exposing myself here, but well, it's okay. It's okay. We all have struggles, so I'm not gonna come. I'm not going to come here and be like, "Oh, I'm all perfect." Nah, things are nah. No, I'm gonna tell you how it's going. <laughs> how it's been rough. And now it's been going great and smooth. But all in all, God has been my stronghold and my hell. Okay, so I just want to encourage you all out there that are trying to like balance and struggle with um, balancing things in your life. Allow Jesus to help you. I had no idea I was going to record this today. As I said earlier this morning, I had no idea I was going to record this. And God just gives me some topics. He talks to me lots of about different things and i definitely want to share it with other people because i know that there are people going through things too and whatever god is you know teaching you about or talking to you about is for you but not just for you alone not just for you alone because there are other people definitely going through that and they need a solution they need they they need some guidance and god has given you the answer so you disperse it to others you tell others and you show them and that's how we spread the love of christ and that's how we let the love of christ spread because the scripture says that the love of god has been shared abroad in our hearts by the holy spirit so share that love okay share that love keep staying in god Keep staying in god keep staying in god he's the only one that can help you keep staying in god don't be a half-baked christian be a fully cooked christian okay be a fully cooked christian be a soldier of god allow jesus to take his place in your heart so he can use you to take your place and be the light wherever you are shine your light okay have an amazing day y'all take care take care i'm gonna see y'all in i don't really know right now but hopefully i'm gonna see you all probably in another episode so right now i'm gonna sign out thank you all so much for joining abba's word podcast again on this episode i'll see y'all again later in another episode so by checking out and signing out i'm um, again still your host Ruth Usara have an amazing day god bless ya bye